Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Celtic Now and for podcast. My name is Ryan Clifford. Joining me this week is Conor Doyle. Um, it's just a pre-match Podcast about today's European qualifier um, against Jablonek from Czech Republic. Well, Connor, obviously we got a good result against them last week, so we're kind of hoping to finish the job this week. I will, as you say, like we got a good result against them last week. Could have, could have came away with a, a clean sheet if the defending was a bit better, but um, hopefully the night in a packed park head will make a difference and we'll come away with a clean sheet and a a good few goals. I'm kind of, um, I think we're a bit more further forward than we were, I think, last week as well. Um, yep. Obviously, the Dundee game and even touching the Dundee game, it was, I know it's only Dundee and you've got to beat us in front of you, but going forward, we looked really exciting. Aye, aye, well, but, but for day one, Ange just came in and says that he wants to play attractive attacking football and that's what Celtic should be playing, like, whether it be domestically or against teams like Jablonek and stuff like that, we should be playing attack and football. And you can see it slowly starting to get implemented. One, hopefully, with what he wants today is get as the sort of defending for the front, put pressure on them high. You're starting to see that implemented. I think uh, Diogo helped that. Because um, against Dundee, he was, he was out. At our fullbacks make shutting them down, and I think that's what you need. No, I be brought the big guy up front, yeah, Kyogo. Um, oh, I think he's he's brought a bit of fresh air in, a breath of fresh air in, and I think as much as we think Edward's absolutely superb, the work he's doing after the ball, Edward's not doing it at the moment. So it's getting it's getting something that we've no go at the moment with Edward playing up front. I well, as I say, it's a it's a it's a completely different style of football. So. See Edward playing under Rogers or even even in Lennon's uh, stint when he came in after Rogers, he suited that system. It worked for him. It, I don't I, I don't think he's the type of striker that's gonna go and shut down fullbacks and bust his ass. Like he he's the sort of striker that's gonna come deep to look for the ball and then try and take the players on and I think Furuhashi is a different kind of player he's he's more a he's like a wee a wee fox in the box mm-hmm. when but when we've got the ball and we're attacking and then he's straight out to to sort of 
pressure people, which is which is good. It's, it's different. It is definitely different. But um, I think maybe that is more suited to Angie's type of football, to I, what Edward does. Because I think as well, I'm I'm more expecting. I know you you shouldn't expect to win the game comfortably, but after the game during during the uh, Sunday there, and obviously for what I seen of them. You you should be expecting to win by a few goals, but I know football and can happen. But I like to think with the crowd back, and obviously, don't worry really I talk about the Angels, but we all know under pressure they can crumble. But the fans, even even during the week, it was last twenty minutes, and the fans were they were urging them on, but it wasn't. Yeah, come on, it was Ooh, hurry up, hurry up. And I think Celtic Park with a full crowd, I think it's just going to urge the players on even more to go and put a performance on. I think. I will be expecting two or three goals to a difference tonight. I think it will be a a decent result and hopefully they can put on a performance for Sunday because, again, it's carrying that momentum on for Sunday and I think we've done really well to to win 6-0. I know people will be saying it's Dundee, but to suddenly start with it this season, you wouldn't have expected to be 6-0. I know I, I did put 5-0 on my coupon, but I didn't, most fans were saying just get a performance and get a, a win under a belt to suddenly start with us. So, it's good going forward into, into tonight's game. Aye, definitely. Like, as you say, I don't think many us were expecting a 6 nothing. Like, I, I think a lot is were, were going into it, certainly thinking that we would win. I, I, I know what you're saying, it's, oh, it's Dundee just came up or whatever, but at the end of the day, you can only play what's in front of you. You need to go out and put in a performance. We managed to walk away for that game with six goals under our belt um, and a clean sheet and... There's no really much else you can ask for. I thought, um, like, a lot of people are like, oh, Furuhashi scored a hat-trick, but Ryan Christie came in, got a, got a hat-trick assist. Like, he was brilliant. Abada, he was really direct. He was he was an all good player. I thought McGregor, I think McGregor played really well because we won the, won the back foot, really, at any point. I, I, I think he's... He's better when we're pressing high and we've got that forward movement. See, see, I, I don't like seeing McGregor coming back. I know he's really good defensively, he can read a game and stuff like that, but he's so much better when we're going forward. And I think, as I said, with the, the, the pressure for the front, it keeps him into, the, into the, their half and it allows everybody to get further up the park. I think it just worked for us. Um Hoping to see that the night. I'm sure we will see that the night. Um, but for me, the main focus is get the win, hopefully a clean sheet, um, and just kick on for, for the last two results. I think that's all it is now. It's just carrying that momentum on for the next week to the next week because, as we've mm-hmm. says, the other side of the city there have kind of always seen their own now. And I know people will say that. Last year they were good and whatever else, but if you're losing three games, that can get into habit. It happened to us last season, so we have just right. got to keep winning. And I know players and maybe the, the manager say that they're not looking at the other side. Of course, you do. If you see them losing three games and they might lose, I know four fans. If I can hear, if we start getting a few results here, it's going to just keep going and keep going because it happened to us last season. Aye. Since Aye. we lost one, we drew, we lost, we couldn't get back into rhythm. and you know yourself we're playing football once you start losing and drawing games it gets a habit and it's something mm-hmm. we need to try and get out of now and I think maybe under Ange we could start getting getting out of this wee up Aye 100% it's all about um, oh, it's, it's all about getting a good run of games 
under about getting wins and keeping that momentum going. I, as you say, like you, you could get, you could lose one game and you're like, it's only one game. We'll recover next week. You lose the next week. And you're like, we can still do it. Next week we'll get a win. Third game, you're like, what is going on? Like you need to start identifying problems. And I think last season, I think we left it too late to start identifying the problems. And we 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 had this. We were stuck in a rut, and we lost our momentum. But new with the the new manager, new players coming in, I thought a fresh outlook perspective. Um, it's we've got that momentum started. Obviously, we got off to the a bad start against against Hearts, but. Like we've we've got two wins under our belts. We've got over. Well, we've we've scored quite a few goals in both the games. So I'm hoping that the the goals keep coming, and hopefully we can keep that clean sheet. Um, but I you, you want to keep the momentum going. They will certainly be looking at their results because it's no long before we've got them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that'll be a different challenge for them because obviously. As you say, the the crowds are back. It's going to be a full stadium, regardless. Like it's going to be a full stadium. Like we need to make sure that they know that Celtic are there for a game, because last season we weren't there for a game. No, it was just a kind of. Even though I did, I think was it after January, was it the January game or was it the March game? I've only put. I was confident. I don't know why I was, and we started the game really well, and obviously beat them, and that totally, it totally hemmed us. It was we things mm. about last season that if we missed a chance, we were thinking, right, that's us, it's going to get back to us. and it happened. We after beat them and half one 0 down, and it totally, and even though we're the best team, I think it was only really one game out of the three or four games we played against them that we actually were poor, but we just, clinical wise, we were, we were terrible. But this year, already we've scored a few goals. For me, going forward, we look. It's kind of it's bringing back memories of when Rogers first came in with the power yep. and the pace for the wingers, quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously he's trying to get the the right back and left back taking him go into midfield and stoke the midfield. And I think for if you do that at Ibrox, that will stop Rangers playing because if mm-hmm. Israel Alston is going to be playing, or if it's a new right back we're going to sign, if it's Taylor, if they're coming in, it's going to stop that that play. So. Aye. I can see what he started there, and I like the fact that I seen a bit of the game last night for the B team, and they were trying to do the same. It was the same philosophy, and I've said that for for months that we've got to have the same philosophy, the same way of play all the way down. Because totally. if you do that for the bottom, when they go up, it's not a shock to these players. They know what they're no, playing. Straight Aye, because I found mm-hmm. when we played Hibs when we met Dubai, yep. the younger players like Okafor. I know he's very best family, but Okafor is Harper and Barry. As much as they might be very, very good youth players and upcoming players, for me, when they stepped in, you've seen the gap. And I think Aye. if you do this now, maybe at the end of the season, these guys can come in and go right to the border. They might not Aye. have the fitness or the ability yet, but they can step in and know the tactics so they can play easy. And I think that's only going to benefit us as the way forward. I definitely, I think, I, I do agree with you that the, it has to, whatever the first team are doing, the, the, the second team should be doing it. And they should be working it all the way down to, to different levels because, it, as they say, 
the end goal is that they want to end up in the first team. If you want to be in the first team, you need to be playing the same style of football, the same tactics. You, you're not going to come into the first team and be playing a completely different way for everybody else. Like it, that way, you 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 can still be a good player, but you could be a weak link because everybody's doing it differently for you. Um, so I think it is a good thing, um, and it's only going to benefit Celtic as a whole, and it's going to benefit the the young players coming through. I mean, you've seen uh, Montgomery, you've seen Murray, like these players could come in if, if they sort of learn how Ange wants it to be played and like get themselves set for when they do get the opportunity they can come in and, and take it. I think uh, I think Ralston's done really well. I, I know we slaughtered them before, but I think he's uh, he's made that shot his own. It's it's his to lose and I think he's came in and he's been really positive and he's just took everything that he's been told and done it. Like I I think that that's a big thing. He's just He's one of the players that maybe they didn't really fit into Rogers' style of football, Lennon's style of football, but Andrew's got everybody working at the, on the on the same on the same page, then exactly what he's telling them to do, and they're coming in and they're doing well. They're like, aye. no, definitely. I think on Ralston, I've given Peters. Before um, I think all fans have given Peters the fact they got a new deal, but I think we knew. They got a new deal because they weren't sure on the right back situation, how quick they're going to get guys in. But mm-hmm. again, when a guy's playing well, as much as I still don't think he's going to be here consistently, I might be I might be wrong. A guy might turn into a fantastic player under hands. But I think going forward, if we want to get to, I, I know we're a, for me, we're maybe a Champions League structure when it comes to the stadium and the history. But I think when it comes to the playing squad, now we're maybe a European level. I think that's maybe where uh, the uh, Europa, uh, Europa League level. Um, I think that's where we mm-hmm. are at the moment. I think maybe under Ange, maybe two or three years under him, with the signings he's taking, we might progress to the Champions League. Obviously, if we win the league this year, then we're right, right in and it gives us a big step. So, but Alston, I can't afford the guy. He's come in, he's played well, um, mm-hmm. scored goals. And again, that's probably because the way Ange is playing, he's come in, he's getting more chance to go up the park. So, again, if he can play well on the night, and again, as he says, it's his jersey to lose, no matter who we sign. You can really drop a guy who's, well, you can, managers can, but in a real sense of the world, you shouldn't really be dropping somebody who's playing well as much as. So, just say we did sign a right back for this guy who, who was rumored to be for Croatia. He might be a top door right back, but if the right back is playing well, it's not really fair as much as the guy might be better. If he's playing mm. well, how's that get asking not his confidence even more? Aye, he's playing aye. well and then getting took at the team we're going to go so what, what do I need to do here um, oh. I think long term I don't think he's the answer but the new mm-hmm. you can't really you can't really knock him down no I, I, do, I do understand where you're coming from like I, I would personally if it was me I'd probably keep him on the side just because he's already fit into that system he's already learned how we want to play the game going forward I think if we want to bring in somebody, realistically, bringing in a different player, it obviously creates that competition. Ralston and News no go MD that's going to come in and take that position off him because obviously we've no got many right backs. 
it brings in that competition. Ralston will either step up to that challenge and keep that a shot and make it his own, or he's 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 you, you never know. He might he might lose momentum. Fingers crossed, he doesn't. Because don't get me wrong, it's good to see a a, a, a local a Scottish boy getting in and playing consistently every week. Um, but like as I said, if we bring in this other this other right back. I would maybe Angel probably think to himself, well, rather than just throw him in at a deep end, Ralston's lost his, his jersey, this new boy's come straight in. I think he might give him time with the training, get up to speed with how he wants it to be played, keep Ralston in, keep an eye on his performances. If he's can if he continues to play well, then it it might the other boy might need to just sit and wait and and the hope will sit and wait in case anything happens maybe there's an injury or I don't know he's no well or whatever just just something pure random mm-hmm. uh, he might he might just need to sit and wait for his chance but competition's always good no, Com- competition can either can either make or break players like why I know we had Lustig for ages but why did we've seen we've seen Ralston a couple of times under Rogers, they played against PSG, obviously. Um, but I think now because we've no go depth in that area, he's got he's he's getting into the team sheet and he's playing well. Will competition come in and rattle him? Will it will it knock him off? He's he's stride kind of thing. I um, we need to wait and see. But I'd like to see Ralston just kick on and and keep the, the performances coming. So I, oh, I agree, mate. Um even at any position if the guy's even like even the wee Japanese boy Kyogo, he's playing well. So as much as Edward could be a better player or potentially is a better player, if the way Edward's kinda the stage he is in the new Celtic, he's got to play every week, especially when he's scoring goals. You can't really drop a player Obviously, you can drop a player when he's not playing well, but mm-hmm. you shouldn't really be dropping players when they're on form, especially if you want to carry momentum on. And yep. talking about Edward again, I had a wee, I had a wee dig at a tweet and all that. I know people were giving Rangers a bit of jip, saying the papers were giving them jip about no, no qualifying. But I don't care what anybody says. The amount of the amount of slagging we got for getting put in Mitchland, it was everywhere. Back pages, Aye. front pages, radio, Celtic are. Celtic are in crisis and free fall. Or how are they going to sign players now? They go to fit all angles. Um, mm-hmm. And then as soon as Rangers got knocked out, one of the first papers is, oh, is Wars going to leave for nothing next season? It's pure deflection for the media and it's no surprise. Yeah. I don't read papers anymore. I used to like reading, seeing my day off, my day off work or whatever. I used to sit with the paper, coffee, whatever. I read the paper on a Saturday morning. Now I don't buy it anymore because it's just mainstream shite. The media, oh, it's just shite and see like even podcasts, the media take articles for podcasts and then they put it as their own papers. It's just, because yep. uh, I got this thing about Edward's probably come up in some podcast or it's come up in some article and they put it out saying, oh, because it's no came, it's no came out for the club that he's going to leave for nothing. The club no. says that. Nobody's met, even the answers like that. Well, that's not for the me. That's the day with the club. It's not for the me. Right. I'm only on the club. So I don't know what it's came for, but again, it's the first thing one of the first things I've seen pop up on Twitter was, I think it was a son. I don't follow the son, but it's just people like it and it comes up. You know, just you know, people like, retweeting um, and stuff, aye. And it came up, well, I'd go for nothing next year. 
I'm up bit and I'm like, well, that's no it's not a bad thing away because see three ties and you've got him and Kyogo's your two strikers and you qualify for Europe next year and you win the league, you're gonna mm. get money back for him anyway. So it's a, mm-hmm. for, for, for me, it's kind of a one-one in a way. Ah, you might get 15, 20 million this year, and then you can buy a better player or, or, or two or three players for the same Aye. quality, or you have him next year to contribute to winning the league, and you're mm-hmm. going to get 30, 40 million. So you can go right, thanks for your efforts, you've got into the big, big time again. Best wishes. So for me, it's no, if, because if he knows he's signed for another year, then he might ask, well, right, right, I might need to just work for next year. I'll just get my, my move next year to a better club, because if he's a free transfer, He's going to get a big sign on fee next year. So yep, that's exactly he, what he's, going to, he's going to try and get a big club, I'd like to think, to play well. So mm-hmm. him going for nothing next, next year might be it might be a good thing to, to make him perform because what mm-hmm. club is going to come in and buy him a new when he's performing like this? I know. Because I've seen Charlie, Charlie Adams says he might be worth £5 million. I've like, listen, I've like, look, that's a, that's a pure insult. It's £5 million for his right book. Ah, he's playing well now, but he's worth more than five million pounds, Charlie. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get views. They're trying to get clickbait. Mm-hmm. We all we all know that. But if Edouard leaves for nothing next year and we win the league, then is it a bad thing? Because you're still you're still getting you're getting you're still making money. money. You're still making money. Aye. So as a 50-50 what you do with that. But for me, if he stays and you've got the two up front, mm-hmm. Griffiths and Ayet, Griffiths situation, we don't know what's happening with him. But Ayeti, oh. Aston, I think Ayeti's. A decent player for us, so you'd have four strikers able to come in and play. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, no, Sir Edward, because if you did win the league next year, then it kind of sells itself. Well, I, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I, I think that if we sell Edward the new and get 15, 20 million for him, then good, cheers. Like you, you've you've done well. Up until now, obviously last season he was near it, but you have to remember the boy did have COVID twice. Um, but as you sh- it's weird as well, mate. Sorry to cut you off, but it sorry. shows you how good he actually is. He can be 18 mate. or 20 goals last year, and that was him no playing well at all. Top top score top scorer wasn't he playing well, had COVID twice, was out for, for weeks with it. Like, so it just shows you how the amount good of people come out. Aye, aye, hundred percent. And that was Celtic playing poor. So imagine I'm in this team at full strength. It's I, not a bad wood, but it's, I think it's totally, but it's, it's all down to him as a player. Whether, whether, as you were saying, he, to me, I think if any player wants to wants to make a move, they should be working harder to put themselves in the short window to get that move. Because uh, if you're just going to sit about and be lazy on the pitch, teams are just going to look at you and go, Right, we know you've got potential, but if you're not willing to put it in to get this move, then what are you doing? Um, I, that, that's just the way I, I feel. I don't I well, think players um, should be put... Well, when Cham done it, and Cham was lazy, he wanted away, and he never... Well, we let him go for nothing, didn't we? So, like, and look where he is now. It's not as if he's at a better standard. I know. Do you know what I mean? Um because obviously, as well, you're talking about that. I think one guy who I take my hat after there was rumours about him leaving was Christie, and he's come in, he's worked hard, and he, he's just went, Well, I'm here the new, I just I just need to work hard and play well, and he's been brilliant. Um, is there no talks of him getting a new contract as I well? I've, I've offered him one, but well, no, he accepts it. But for me, you don't mind him maybe what to leave, but see the fact he's still trying, he's still playing well, Aye. he's still digging in and working for the team. You don't mind that, but it's when players, it's when you can see players are maybe been told by agents, listen, what's your doing or something? Because 
Edouard's not going at full belt. He's not going at full belt. No. We don't know the reasons if it's... Is it maybe he's still struggling with COVID? Is it mm. he's gone somewhere? We don't know the injuries. You don't want to speculate, but we just know he's not at the date where we know he can play it. So mm-hmm. it's one of the ones, you know Kyogo's going to play right probably. So he, again, it's similar to Ralston in a way. If Kyogo's playing well, then Edward's going to sit on the bench. Aye. Unless he changes from Mason and plays two up front, but I think the way he's want to play, he's want to play the two wingers, two quick wingers, the wee guy moving up and down up front, and Aye. I think they're going to get a lot of chances with that up front. So, mm-hmm. and I think as Edward, Edward's going to need maybe adapt his game, he might need to, he might need to say, listen, pal, you might need to do doggies, you might need to run channels if you want to play my team. And I think yep. that's what he's trying to get. And I think I like the fact that McGregor says as well, the media started, they tried to turn him up in his press conference, we're saying, um, but players are unhappy. He says, look, say players are unhappy, then what am I meant to do? It's all about at the club, you muck in. We want players who want to fight for the jersey and bring success, he says. And yep. if that's what happens, then we're going to get success. And I agree with McGregor that if you're not happy, well, as, as much as I said in the past, selling and charm was a mistake because I know he wasn't happy, but he's still an absolute baller. And but see, thinking back now, if I'm not playing well and you're, and you're going to get a transfer fee, just sell them because there was rumours about him 15, 12 million pounds, whatever it was, to Porto. And he says, no, looking back now, you're thinking, you've got to strike when maybe the iron's hot, when the players are worth a value because Aye. we can't really knock back 15 million pounds no matter because if they don't qualify for Europe every year, that's going to you're kind losing of, that. it's going to kind of tie you a wee bit. So Aye. we're still higher, so we didn't qualify for Champions League. So it's kind of tied us a wee bit to maybe go, right, if we do well in Europe, Sell another play rated word, you're comfortable again. Aye. I think we are so comfortable anyway because he obviously season book strips. That, yep. the, the amount of jerseys are going to sell with SVG Japanese boy as well. That's going to get you some money back half his transfer fees. So, and they've got the online Japanese thing. So there is a market for all these things to be signed these players. So I think yep. it's all going to benefit Celtic in the future, maybe to sell the players when they are at their peak value. Aye, aye, definitely. I, I do think that. Obviously, it, it gets to the point where, as you say, we, we in Cham, he was playing really well. Celtic didn't really want to let him go for any less than whatever. But I think if we're being offered, what, 13, 15 million for, for Alavi and Cham, if you're still making profit on that player, then I don't see like why you wouldn't go for it. I mean, 13, 15 million for Celtic selling a player's it's big money. I mean, you're looking at players in the past, look at how much we sold Van Dyke for, look at how much we sold Stuart Armstrong for. Like that fee's still more than than them, pretty much. And it's like um you should be selling these players when when they're hot, basically, when when they're they're playing well. I know you want to keep them at your team. Maybe maybe if you can hold off to the, the following summer and Good. You might you might actually be able to get mad out of them if they've been playing well, but Porter never came back with an offer. And then what what were we were we just sort of I don't know, we just sort of phased in Cham out and Cham wasn't happy under Lennon. I, I, I think the, the just the French sort of contingency amongst the players, they weren't happy about how in Cham was being treated mm-hmm. and it was all different factors, but I think we Edward we either sell them now, make what we can off them, or we keep them, we get them, we, we just say to them, look, 
you play for us this last season, we'll let you run down your contract. You can go to a Premier League club and a free, they'll, they'll happily come in and take you because they'd rather pay your sign-on fee than Aye. pay us the 20 million. Mm-hmm. Say what you can, we win the league, we get into the Champions League. Shares we've made money because we're in the, the Champions League, as you said. It's only going to benefit the club and I, I don't see it being a problem. I think it's, you're kind of, obviously at Austin's on one the league, but I generally think now, I don't think it's gone. I know they won the league with 25 points, whatever it was last year. We all mm. know last year was just a, there's so many things about last season that you can talk about. Um, we've done it all before. But right. for me, I, I, people always say it's an excuse, but for me, the crowds is a massive thing. I don't care what oh, anybody right. says. Um, it's not a coincidence that Rangers play three games under crowds and they don't win. It's not a coincidence. It's, I've watched the game all night because people say, why are you watching them? Well, you, you, I, I like to see how they're playing and obviously I had a, had a cute one so I watched the game. <laughs> um, and my, I thought Malmo in the first half was thinking. I thought they were thinking. Mm. I was like, they'll, they'll walk this in the second half going to 10 men. You heard the crowd boo and they were getting angry and oh, hurry up and, but at Celtic Park it's always the roar come on let's go let's go obviously the last five minutes you get nervy come on hurry up get the ball Aye. on but I've even other pundits and radio guys have always said neutral guys no Celtic Rangers fans side of the media they've always said when you go to Parkhead it's, it's support it's the roar it's, mm-hmm. it's it's a friendly atmosphere but that's that's just what I've heard and seen we've been ourselves um, and there's no coincidence that the crowds were a big thing. Obviously, last season it was poor, and that was it. But I do think this season, especially in the night as well, I think we will win the game, but we're a full, a full, a full crowd. Sorry, um, it's going to just I think it'll spur the players on even more because guys like your Kyogos, your Abadas, even Tumbles, these guys thrive on I think basically making people happy. Um, how do you say it? The creativity and they're making fans get him happy and they're there to express themselves and I think crowds bring these guys up a level. Aye, well, they, these players these players come to Parkhead for the atmosphere, mate. They want to play in front of that, that crowd at, at Parkhead. They, they want to hear the crowd getting on and helping the team. We, we, I know like there's people come out and say that fans don't well, they, they don't make much of a difference, but we definitely do. I, I think, uh, obviously, as you say, they're the other side of the city. They, they tend to get on their back a wee bit quicker. I wouldn't say they're on, they're on their backs constantly, but I do think if things only go on their way, they, they tend to get onto their, their players' back a wee bit. I, any Celtic game I've ever been at, I've never... I've, and I've never really experienced the fans getting on their back. I've only ever heard sort of encouragement and like you're trying to support your team. You're, do you know what I mean? You're trying to help them get out of the line. Unless it was like, I think, was it the Clues game? When we were play- was it the first time we played Clues at home? And it was like, it wasn't even we got on their back. I think it was just mere disappointment. I think you just... After they'd scored their, their goals sort of on the break and late on when we were trying to chase goals and we lost we lost the we lost goals and you could you could just felt it was like a pure it was a deflation rather than us getting angry and getting on players' backs and stuff like that. I think that's the difference. But players like Kyogo, Abada, they're performers. 
they they want to play in front of these big crowds and they want to send people home happy, as you, you've been saying. That's what they're there today. And they want to come to Park Heed and play in front of that crowd. You hear about people talking about it all the time, like Javi, Aniesta, Pirlo, Zlatan, Ibrahimovic. They all come out and they all talk about Celtic and like the atmosphere. And players, that attracts players. And these players want to come in and play and play well in front of your crowd. And they might be fan favourites because they've seen people coming in early years that have been fan favourites. Probably Kyogo's seen Nakamura or he's he's seen how close he is with the fans. Like he he he's we love him. We love Nakamura. People still talk about him now. And I think these kind of players are want to come in and emulate that as much as they can. They, they they want to come in, play their best in front of that that packed house, and I it's 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 good to to play well and do well in Europe and maybe get a move down south. The, the end goal is they want to go and play at the highest level, and if at the highest level is playing in the Prem and playing in the Champions League, then, then I think they need to put the ground the groundwork in here, and I think. Knows the time to sort of do it. Like, it's we, the thing as well that I think maybe the Rangers side, obviously, they might need to sell something if it's Ken or Morelos because of mm-hmm. low qualified. Um, yep. Again, but in a way, I kind of don't because you want the best players to play against you as well. So for us as well, you want the best Rangers team to play against the best Celtic team. You want this competition as much as yep. you want to win the league and the 20 odd points. But if you've got your Morelos, your Kents, people. Why are you talking about Rangers? But even Stephen Davis, the guy still a Rolls Royce for him. He's still a fantastic player. So right. for me, you want to play the best Rangers team. You want the best Celtic team to play. So yep. you want you do. And obviously, it's a laugh and a joke if the Celtic players are or skint of Celtic players. But you want their best team to play your best team to say, "Listen, we're back top here. We're still with top yep. dogs." And I think the first game against Rangers will be a massive game. Um, it always yep. is the first game, but that's on our, on our podcast. But Obviously, the last thing as well about Gorn Stanton, man, um, people Aye. were getting it a bit of jet on Twitter saying this and that um, about him, why, why is he can in? And I'm, I'm like, he's only came in to help the youth and the movements and that type. And obviously, he might come in, it might just be a sports scene and he might just come in and he might be part of the, the kind of first team technical side. But I don't, I know we're talking about modernisation, but the guy knows the club, the guy knows mm-hmm. Scottish football. He yep. knows how that side of the, the football side works. So I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, he was a good manager for Celtic. His knowledge of football is brilliant. Fans might have a wee bit of thing of what he says about Celtic, um, mm-hmm. this and that. But some of the things I've seen, Sank talk about, even last season on Celtic TV, I thought it was spot on. I, I don't think some fans like other ex players criticising. When the day, They've got to be criticised because last season we were hopeless. So some of the things Stanton yep. says, I thought he was right. Some I thought, well, my man at Gordon, he's a bit of a break. But I think I don't think it's a bad thing because if it's no dealing with the first team, then let them deal with that other side of the structure of the club because we need something in place. Because as Anne says, he's not really, we've not got a scout, we've not got head of recruitment, we've no go. I don't even know if I get any. Analysis wise, we've got a lot no, of no got many I know analysts. he says he'll deal with that after the window, but if Stanton's team meant to help the women's team and help the youths, then 
I don't see the problem because the guys get knowledge that a lot of people haven't got in the game. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's a bad thing. I know we want to modernise the club, but if it's just for three months, I don't see the problem in my opinion. Aye. Well, obviously, as you said, there's a lot of mixed reviews. A lot of people don't like Stratton. A lot of people don't mind Stratton and a lot of people like him. It's, but you're going to get that with most people that have either ever been at Celtic or involved in the Scottish game somehow. Everybody's going to have an opinion on these people, especially if they're going to appear on Celtic TV and they're going to be actually open and honest and critical about things that are going wrong. Because I, I think at the end of the day, you need, you need people that are going to be open and honest and point out that's not working. Mm-hmm. So you need to fix it. And I've not got a problem with that. I know a lot of people out there will have a problem with it, but he's an experienced kid. I a lot of people have a lot of problems with his boy, but we can't really project that on his track on a Gordon. Like I think there's no harm in it. Him coming in, added a bit of experience, whether it be for the women's team, the youth teams, or to even even to help Ange a wee bit. You never know. It, it might Ange there might be certain aspects that he's like, oh, Gordon, you know a wee bit more about this. Any advice before I before I go into it or I tackle it? It it may benefit. It might it might give him a different outlook or an extra set of eyes. And I don't see it being a problem, but I think the new I wouldn't worry about it if it's a couple of months and then we can start to look at all these other areas like your analysis, your scouting, all that sort of stuff. I think you can you can get staff in anything. It's mm-hmm. not as if we're restricted to when we can get staff in. We're restricted to when we can get players in. <laughs> so that's the big focus to know, obviously. Get get the boys in and get working with them and try and get them up to speed and into the into the, the sort of mentality and the, the, the way I playing. And then look at your backroom staff and see who's going to come in and add the wee extra things to help improve and develop all aspects, the first team, the women's team, the the, the youth sides. And I, 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 don't, I don't see it being a problem bringing in Stratton. I know a lot of people out there don't like him, but we by experience, maybe, maybe it's just something that we've, we've been lacking. Mm-hmm. Early last, well, we had the last season and a half or whatever. Um, I think it's not a bad thing for me personally. No, I agree, mate. Um, a lot of fans, I might be like, we should be modernising while we're bringing all, all people in for the club. But as you say, the guys get a bit of knowledge, or well, a lot of knowledge about Celtic and Scottish football. And um, if it's only for three months, then I'd rather have somebody with experience for three months than nobody there. So Aye. it's still something. Um, and again, I think people forget as well. I know it's not really, he's not really, he, he's not here to manage, but um, <laughs> he was a successful manager, in my opinion, for Celtic. Got us to the Champions Aye. League, won titles. He sold players on. I know we haven't McGeady done it really get on, but he got a good transfer fee from McGeady. He brought in guys yep. like McDonald and stuff like Hesse, I think. So he's, he knows about the game, he knows players. So I know he's not come here to deal with that, but. I'm like you, I don't see the big issue I'm coming in if it's only for a short term. I know yep. whether or not it can happen because he's at Dundee, Kennedy, Bull for all that. I don't, I don't agree with that. He's either going to come to us 
or stay with Dundee. I don't agree with doing both roles because how can you be good to two roles when you're dead? It's the same as an, an Arsenal manager or a club manager. Mm. That's hard to deal how with. So, day two? Um, but again, obviously, again, whatever happens with that, we'll deal with that. But obviously, right, Connor, last bit, um, what are you thinking about the prediction? And obviously, do you think we'll, obviously, I think we will do it, but what's your prediction for the game? Oh, well, I'm hoping for a clean sheet. I'm hoping we can score the same, if no more goals than we did the last time. So, going to go with a clean sheet. I'm, I'm sticking to it. I think we will keep a clean sheet um, if we start Welsh. Don't, don't play Beaton. <laughs> <laughs> start Welsh. Uh, so, I'm going to go for a clean sheet. I'm going to say maybe the same amount I go, we'll go for. For now. I think I think minus one's a bit in the right trips. Um, I think we will win at least. I think we won at least three nothing. Um, I think we will get a clean sheet. Again, it's not it's not a formality that we're going to win the game and qualify. But on paper, the way we're playing and to what I seen for that team last week, I don't. We shouldn't have too much issues. Um, again, it's Celtic. <laughs> we don't know what's going to come <laughs> up. But I think with the crowd on our back. Um, singing I think I think it will be a bit emotional um, for some people obviously and there's going to be a month's applause for people that have died and stuff like COVID Aye. I think that's happening which is again Aye. it's a great thing um, I can't remember the guy who tweeted it I think in the Celtics court don't they and I think it's an absolutely fantastic gesture um, obviously there'll be a lot of people affected by what's happened so it'll be, I think it'll be an emotional um, walk alone tonight um, I think for always again I'm looking forward to going and get my burnt steak pie my water down coke Um since these wee things have been back into the football run, um, I, I, I think it will be an emotional uh, night. Um, I think we're getting to use the disco lights, I think, so we're getting used for something. Um, <laughs> but again, I'm, just, I'm just looking forward get to get back in. Yeah, but that's the thing, isn't it? it's just getting back into the stadium. I think it will be a big thing for a lot of people to get back into the stadium. I think it will be a big thing. Aye, um, Aye 100%. So, well, I went uh, I went into park kid because I, I never, never actually looked at the website properly and it says uh, for general sale it was online only so I went down to park kid and you seen all the season ticket holders down there buying tickets and then it was me and my mate sitting on my bed here one is on an iPad one is on a phone another one on a laptop we're in queues of 6,000 and 9,000 and we're phoning people going are you able to get on it can you get us a ticket passed on membership IDs at us like everybody and their, their gran and their dog wanted a ticket for, for the night and like it's it was it's good to see that we're all wanting back there mm-hmm. we've, we've all missed it I've missed it I've, everybody that's, that's watching listening will have missed it as well um, if, if, you're, if you're a family that's got season tickets you would have been looking forward to going to games every week um, or every every home game, if you could get to an away game, and like you you were buzzing, but I think we've all missed it. I think it it's just a takes you away from being stuck in the house. Do you know what I mean? We've been stuck in the house for the last year and a half, and I think this is something that every fan out there will have needed. Mm-hmm. Just be able to take yourself to it's one it's of your favourite places and watch your favourite thing. I've always said as well, see, playing football for 90 minutes, all you think about is the game. And obviously, Aye. people, a lot of people, be suffering for a lot of things to know. Um, mm-hmm. 
So the thing is, if you're away for 90 minutes, all you're thinking about is football, Celtic. Exactly. Yeah, some people will be with their mates, so they'll meet, maybe meet new people you've not seen before. And if you score, you're gaining my, obviously, due to COVID, you might not gain my cuddle, but you'll be fond down the stairs, oh, go, and it brings it all back. Even though you're playing against maybe one of the best of teams, just scoring and seeing your team score again in front of a crowd. And as you right. say, for 90 minutes, all you think about Celtic, and it gives you a bit, aye, it gives you a bit of relief and a release for. Yeah. Kind of the world that's happening now. That's it. It, t- it takes your mind away from all the shit, and um, it's it's just a wee, it's a wee escape for, for a lot of people. There's a lot of people that have been struggling, whether it be with a family life, their work life, their social life, or just mentally, emotionally, physically. If people people all have different problems, and I think that the night. Everybody, every fan that's lucky enough to get a ticket to go to Parkhead tonight will be buzzing, but they'll also be relieved that they've got that, that mm-hmm. wee escape for their, their own reality and they can just go focus on Celtic and cheer on the team and just feel part of that community again. Mm-hmm. On that nice wee note, mate, I think we'll call it a day there. It's an early morning podcast, but... Um, um, again, thanks for your time, Colin. Hopefully, good result tonight, mate. Good. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Hey, See you later. Hoo hoo. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.